Hello and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. It's just me today. I know, no one's here for it, but here we are anyway, so we're gonna make it work. I asked you guys some questions on Instagram, and people actually answered, which always shocks me when people actually answer my Instagram story questions instead of just ignoring it and looking away and cringing. So that's good news. And we're going to answer those today. They're all about blogging, freelancing, that kind of stuff. Basically the same tune as the last one, but there's some really good questions, so that'll be thrilling. Before we get into that, I'm going to do some housekeeping. First of all, I will be taking three weeks off starting next week, which I know no one's crying about it, no one's upset, but I just wanted to let you know in case you really cared, which I'm sure is not going to be a problem. But anyway, I'm going out of town next week to Washington so that I can relive my 12-year-old Twilight fantasies and... Anything I say otherwise is a lie. So I'm going there to do that um, for about a week. But next week I'll be preparing, um, getting a lot of freelancing work done. I don't like to work when I'm traveling, but I do work when I'm traveling. It's sort of hard to turn off. Like, even if I let people know that I'm not going to be around very much, I still seem to get a ton of work. But I just make it happen. Like, I just wake up early and I just don't go to bed. So, it's all good. Everything's fine. Anyway, I'll be working really busily, busily, new word, on that next week. So, I won't be able to get anything out. Also, I'm busy right now. I'm just making excuses. Like, welcome to my podcast, My Excuses. Let's get into it. I'm not gonna bother you with anything else. Oh, just kidding. I am. Can you rate, review, and subscribe, please? Thanks. Enough of that. Okay. Um, Also, if you hear squeaky noises, it's because this chair I have makes weird sounds. And this is just my life now. And I just sit here making weird sounds. And I can't make it stop. Because it's an old office chair. And I covered it in fabric to make it look less ugly. But now I'm, like, afraid. Because I'm not good at DIYs. I just used a hot glue gun. Probably not recommended. And now I'm afraid the fabric's gonna move everywhere, so I have to sit in, like, a really weird way. No one cared about that, but now you know how I sit in a chair, so that's great. Take notes. Marissa asked, um, I hope that's her name. Okay, anyway, she asked, how do you collaborate with others and get yourself out there? Okay, it's easy. I don't. No, I'm kidding. I do sometimes, but I just don't do it very much. I'm horrible about putting myself out there because I'm an introvert and I hate talking to people. You wouldn't know that because I'm so quality at talking to myself, but trust me, that's as far as my social skills go, so. Um, I've collaborated with a few other bloggers on this podcast, on other blog posts. I think the best way is through guest posting. I love guest posting. It is a SEO wonderland out there. You can guest post and that's a good way to build relationships. You know, although I will say, I did have one guest poster who would post on my blog, but then she would post the same blog to, like, several other people's blogs, which was not good. Don't do that. But if you're doing guest posting the right way, which is, like, creating quality content every time that's unique to the website, you can get a good old-fashioned backlink that is valuable. So, cool. That's how I collaborate. I also collaborate with brands, but we'll get into that later. Um, wow, this is really professional. I prepared a lot. 
Uh, <laughs> Amy asked, do you recommend Tailwind for Pinterest traffic? Oh my god, my phone is on. I am the worst. I'm so sorry. Okay. I should edit that out, but I won't. Um, Amy asked um, if Tailwind is the best way to get Pinterest traffic. Uh, if you asked me two weeks ago, I would have told you that the best way is Board Booster, but I already have a podcast on this where I talk to myself for about 25 minutes about why I'm sad about Board Booster being gone, also how it was breaking the rules. So that's a confusing, hateful relationship, but I'm, I'm in it deep. But I can't be with Board Booster anymore because it's gone now. So now it's all about Tailwind. I've been using Tailwind for about a month now since I've been forced to use it. I do not like how expensive it is. I do like how it integrates with Pinterest. I do like how I'm not at risk of losing my account. That's about as far as I go, Tailwind. Yes, use it for Pinterest, obviously. Use these tools because then you don't have to actually use Pinterest as much. At least. I Pinterest. I Pinterest. It's a verb. I usually will sit down and pin for like the whole week in like a one hour sitting. And it's an event. Charlotte asked, what does the daily routine of a freelancer look like? Oh man. It is messy. Very messy. Like, I will tell you what yesterday was like, because that was a good example of an, a pretty productive day for me. So basically, I woke up at 10. I suck at waking up. Um, I also suck at sleeping. I'm pretty sure they're related. So I woke up at like 10. Usually I try to wake up around 9, but that rarely happens. But anyway, I woke up at 10. And then I went on a run. And... Usually I go to the gym for like an hour, but I went on a run because I was like, mm, don't want to drive. So then I did that, and then I ate breakfast, and then I sat on the couch and looked at my phone for too long. Uh, I thought, like, I always make up things in my head and believe them. I thought that I only had a little bit of client work, so I, like, thought my day was going to be pretty quick because I'd worked really hard the day before. I'm trying to validate my laziness, but it's not working. So I thought I didn't have much to do. And then I log into the computer at, like, log into the computer, like, this is the 2004 or something, and I'm an elderly person. Anyway, I logged online, and I saw that I had, like, nine things due. It wasn't that I had nine things due that day, but I had, like, five due that day and 13 due the next day. So I was like, oh, geez. So I would have to, like, hustle. So I ended up doing nine they were all at least a thousand words, so count that as you will. It was a lot, but I basically do like three at a time. Like I get assigned these constantly, <laughs> literally constantly. I'll finish like a whole row of them and then in two minutes I'll have like ten more. So you can never catch up and it's stressful. But anyway, um, I would do like three at a time. I'm a big believer in taking regular breaks. Like that's what I hated about office jobs was that it was like frowned upon to take regular breaks. I mean, not like I'm just getting up and like wandering outside for no reason several times a day, but just I work better in small doses. Like I can be really productive for like two hours, but then I need to decompress for 30 minutes. This is a millennial problem and I'm forcing it on you. But anyway, I like to take breaks. So one of my breaks was going to Starbucks because I was like, I'll work there. And not to be a coffee snob, but I don't usually go to Starbucks at all because Orlando has so many good coffee shops, like, everywhere. But the only good one by my house, like, this hip espresso bar, 
it is not very big. It's like inside of a hair salon, so that's confusing. So going there is always very confusing. I'm always unsure if I need to book a hair appointment to be there. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's an up-in-the-air situation. So I try to only go in, go out of that place. There's like maybe two tables, but they're tiny, so it would be really awkward if I came in with like my whole setup. So the only place I can go is Starbucks. So I went there and I got nice coffee um, with almond milk and vanilla, three pumps. And then I did work for like two and a half hours. I felt like I was loitering because you know when you like finish the coffee and you literally have nothing but you're still sitting there. But then I didn't feel bad because some kid came in next to me, like it's right next to a college. Some kid came in next to me, didn't order anything. Like he was so bold, like I am not this brave. He came in and just sat down, like pulls out all of his computer. He's got like this big bulky laptop and like a giant textbook. And he just does work for like two hours, like not concerned, not afraid they're going to approach him and there's going to be a confrontation. Like I could never do this, but anyway, he's my hero. And so he left and he didn't buy anything. So I guess I shouldn't feel bad about my $2 iced coffee that I made last hours. But then I came home and since my magazine is currently like in the launch phases, I've been mailing them out, which is an event. So I've been, I had to address like 15 envelopes, which was for some reason took forever. I don't know why. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Writing names is hard. Then it was time for dinner. Like it was, we're talking like 8 p.m. at this point. Like I am not the picture of healthy habits over here. Like, no. But anyway, it was like 8 and I didn't want to eat real food. So I got, I accidentally bought all these ramen noodle packets. I don't know why I'm like this, but I bought them and I got the wrong ones because they're spicy and I can't tolerate any level of spice. Like we are talking like ketchup is spicy, cannot handle it. So I got, I just used it and I, I didn't use any of the packets. Like it was just noodles and water and then I put some soy sauce in it and that was the bulk of my meal. Like I added a few pieces of broccoli to convince myself that I was, like, making a positive change in my life, but clearly that's that's not my journey, so. Then I had more work to do, so I finished the rest of my articles. I had, like, three more. By the time I was done, it was, like, 9.30. been working for, like, seven hours at this point. I don't know if that math is right, but there we are. And then I was, like, time to do my actual project. So I'm currently writing a novel, we're on draft number three, and I'm having like a moment where I'm suddenly productive again. I go through these phases where I'll have like a month of extreme productivity, I'll finish a draft, and then the next month I'll be like, I can't touch it because there's some weird rule in like the writing community that you're supposed to like hang your creative writing up to dry, like don't touch it for a month or so. This could be made up, I don't know, it, it works for my life. So I'm currently in a peak productive stage again, so I'm taking advantage of that. So I wrote my novel, I wrote like 4,000 words, probably less, in about two and a half hours. This was accompanied by two very large glasses of wine, so it was a good time. This was some good <laughs> decompressing. Um, I consider like creative writing way different than um, like freelance writing or marketing writing or blogging or anything like that. It's a different part of my brain. I'm a scientist now, so I know this. And it just feels different. Like, I'll, I'll finish a creative writing piece, even just, like, suffering through it for 30 minutes, and I'll be like, I'm relaxed. 
that's just me being quirky. Okay, cool. Um, Sarah asked, how do you consistently make money off your blog? Oh, fun fact, I don't. There's nothing consistent about blogging and money making. It does not happen. Like, you cannot be a blogger and expect to always get paid. That's horrible. But at least at my level, I have a few payment streams. Like, never put all your eggs in one basket. You, like, milk what works, but also don't expect it to keep working, if that makes sense. Um, the main areas of getting paid are affiliate sales. Um, in my case, I, like, promote my host, which I actually really like. So it's not just me being a sellout. <laughs> I promote a host that I actively use and enjoy using. Um, in turn, I get a bit of a commission from that, but that's not always reliable because I don't get a commission unless the person who signed up with the plan keeps the plan for like a certain number of months. And like, that's a lot of commitment for most people. So I understand why not everyone goes through with it and that's fine. Like, um, it's not like keeping food off my table. But that's what I'm saying. It's like every once in a while, I'll get a big check from that. But like not every month. So not going to sit around waiting for it. Uh, my biggest revenue stream is sponsored posts and um, ads. So sponsored posts, obviously, it's just me working with a brand. The issue with that is you get paid on a net 60 or a net 90 basis, which means you won't get paid until 60 to 90 days after all the posting is complete. So that means you might finish the post like in August, but I'm not going to see that money till like October. So I just finished a campaign with monster.com, which was really fun, really cool, really excited about it, but not going to get paid for a few months. So once again, not sitting around waiting for that. It's not coming anytime soon and that's okay. Um, if you have like a steady stream of sponsored posts, then that money becomes more regular, but in my experience, they really rise and fall depending on the time of year. Like, it's back to school right now and for the next month or so. And when I used to do exclusively college blogging, that was my busiest time for sponsored posts. But the rest of the year, not so much. So here we are. Um, what else? Oh, ads. That's my biggest revenue source right now because I'm a sellout and I like making it really hard to view my website. No. Um... I really like Mediavine. It's who I get my ads through. I think you need 20,000 monthly page views before you can work with them. They're so nice, so easy to use. You can basically customize the way the ads work on your website. So you can have them just show up on mobile or just show up on certain pages or not show up at all except like when you want them to. Um, sometimes it changes and you have to play around with it. But in general, I really like working with them because they pay really well and you get a raise. Like the longer you stay with them, the more money you make. It's way more than Google AdSense. Like, if you use Google AdSense, you know you make, like, nothing with it. Um, I would make, like, $99 every, like, two years with Google AdSense, but I would make anywhere between... Like, my lowest I've ever been paid for my really slow months with my ads now is $250. The most I've ever made is $700. That's just me being transparent with the money. Um... But yeah, that's my most reliable one, but even that isn't reliable because you can try all you want to control how many people view your website, but there are always going to be some months that are better than others, sometimes a year that are better than others, sometimes things go viral, sometimes things don't. It's hard to really predict. So in general, that's why I think it's best to have so many different income streams as a blogger or even as a freelancer. Like, don't just rely on one client. Don't just rely on one stream of income because when you're working online and you're not working full-time somewhere nothing is a hundred percent and it can be taken away in a heartbeat um 
I'm telling you all this hypocritically because I mainly work for one freelancing client, um, but it's pretty reliable. I think I have a contract with them. You can see how sure I am about this because I don't even know. I've been working with them for a long time and I trust them to not completely dump me, but if they did dump me, I have other things to fall back on. So I probably won't become homeless immediately, at least. Olivia asked, how many monthly viewers did you have before you started monetizing your blog? I love this question, Olivia. Thank you. Um, I did not have many at all. Like I've said a million times, my first um, sponsored post was a free post. Like I got free product in exchange for a post. And I don't think I had more than 100 viewers a day. Like I don't know how much that math is, but it was definitely under 10,000 views a month. And I thought that was great. I remember when I first got 100 views a day and I like celebrated. I thought it was a holiday. I thought I was going viral. I was like, I am the queen of the internet and I <laughs> have done everything right. But now I laugh looking back on that. Not that you shouldn't celebrate those small things because I think those are big milestones. But um, I don't know where I was going with this. Anyway, um, it's fine to be cool, like super happy if you get 100 or even less than that. Like as long as people are reading your blog, you have an audience, you can sell that audience. Not sell it like selling people, but sell it like sell your value. So I think it's best to start approaching brands instead of like focusing on a number that you need to get at. Like I need 10,000 views before I can pitch brands. Like focus on how long you've had a blog. Like I don't think you should start approaching brands until you've had a blog for at least three months. And that's because you just don't have enough posts. You probably don't have much of a following or any kind of views, anything like that. Um, and also, it just sort of, you seem flaky <laughs> in your first few months. Like, no one knows you. They don't know if you're going to take your blog down in 20 minutes from now. So wait three months and then go crazy. Um, now I get anywhere from, usually, I've been around like 40 to 60,000 for the past few months since I like committed to my blog again. Um, in my lowest, I get like 20,000, which is fine. It's fine. Everything's okay. Um, in my best, I've gone over 120,000 a month. That's when things are really going great, but that's not the usual for me, at least right now. And I've still gotten a lot of brand deals, so you can too. Cool. Um, those were my questions, at least the ones that weren't like repeated. And I really enjoyed answering them. And <laughs> that's it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really like doing Q&As because I'm really fond of talking to myself. And that's just the truth. Like, I do it all day anyway. Might as well record it. Anyway, um, being a freelancer is a lot of work. I know a lot of people think that I might just sit around all day. And honestly, some days I do. But at least five to seven days a week, I am hustling like a lot and it's exhausting but I also love it and hopefully I will also finish a novel. I have a new series on my blog. No one cares but in case you also are a writer and you want to commiserate about how much writing sucks, I have a new <laughs> a new series on my blog samanthability.com which is all about like my writing process, my whole journey to 500k 500k, Jesus Christ, am I writing like Harry Potter series? No, 
50k um, to write like a novel. I've written novels before, but they sucked. I'm trying to write a good novel, like not even great, like just okay, like just passable, like just something I can show to someone and not have to preface it with like, I'm so sorry about this. So <laughs> there's that. Um, that's what I'm focusing on right now. As I said before, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. It's going to be fun. I'll be on Instagram. You can see me there. No one cares, but that's where I am. Also, weird point about Instagram is I have been getting harassed by two types of people on Instagram recently, and I don't know why. Like, someone please explain this to me. Um, first is people in pyramid schemes. Like, so many MLMs have approached me, like, three this week. I don't know why, and it's only Wednesday. Three people. They were, today, They <laughs> this girl was like, hey, do I know you? I think you should join my group for milkshakes or whatever it is. Those health shakes that don't work. And she just kept messaging me, and I had to block her. I don't even know who she is. Anyway, that one was annoying. The other type of person is the creepy old men. And I don't know why they're, like, suddenly flocking to me. Like, I post pictures of, like, cups of coffee. Like, I'm not even putting myself out there. Not that there's anything wrong if you want to put yourself out there. But I'm not, like, I'm not coming across any sort of way in my photos. They are all, like pictures of books. Like, I don't know how this is happening. But anyway, that's my life right now. Hopefully you can relate. Hopefully you can't actually because it sucks. And I'm gonna go do more work now. So rate, review, and subscribe to this messy podcast. And I will be forever grateful. And I will give you my firstborn child. And also... Um, sorry, my dog is doing something weird. But anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. I'll see you in three weeks. Email me at hello at offbeatgrad.com or visit the blog, which I haven't updated and won't be updated anytime soon. Like, let's be real. But you can see my old posts. <laughs> Check out samanthability.com to see my new writing-themed series, which hopefully I actually continue. And that's it. Thanks. Have a good day. I'm going to go eat some more plain noodles. Oh, jeez.